up, let's go! Woohoo! Yes! Now look, now look at this. If y'all been in worship with Alcoa Miracle before, you know I kind of like to move around, and I am slightly nervous with all of these chords up here. So, who's going to move with me? Whoa. I'll be honest, that was a little weak. Let's try it again. Who's moving with me? Thank you. All right. Let's go. I thank God. Hallelujah.
have the best life? Do you have the best life right now? I've got the best life now. Living the best life now. I've got the best life now. Oh, Jesus, I'm alive in you. I've got the best life now. Living the best life now. Yeah. I've got the best life now. Oh, I sing that again. I've got the best life.
that's tried to follow you in to all of this. If you have distraction, if you hear, you have maybe some naysayers going on over here, or maybe some, some not-so-good things over here, or maybe you have some kind of situation, I ask you right now to pray and ask the Lord to squash all of that so that you can be present into tonight's service. Because there's not, or how can I say this? You are here for a purpose. This night was meant for you to be here. So I hope you are ready to sit down, buckle in, and let the Lord do what he wants to do. Throw your hands up and be ready for a ride because he's about to rock your world. All right, if we can have, we're going to take uh, some love offering going on, uh, offering something, it's offering. I'm not good at this, I don't know why he asked me to do it. Um, so if you want to just come on up there, ushers. Oh, play, play. Yep, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm not good with the whole mom thing. Okay, you want to come up, I'm going to, um, we're just trying to, oh, thanks. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, we're just going to try to bless the speakers that have come, and we're just going to try to love on them as they are amazing. You will see it for yourself tonight. They are anointed. They come for such a time as this because I truly believe without a shadow of a doubt that something is fixing to bust through this place, and it, these walls are not going to be able to contain it. And I believe they were even more of an ignition for that to happen. And that's why they were sent. So let's bow our heads and let's pray. Dear Lord, I just thank you, God. Jesus, I just thank you, God. I thank you for what you've already done. God, I pray that you, God, will take each person right now, Father. Lord, that any distractions that they may have upon them right now, Lord, any, anything that may be going on right now in their life, God, whether it be good, whether it be bad, whether it be just mediocre, I don't know, but God, whatever it is, Lord, I ask that you clear it out. And Lord, that you let each person in this house, God, Lord, to have an experience and an awakening of who you are and that you are alive, God. That you are alive, Lord. Let them know that you are here and that you are Jehovah Jireh. That you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That you are who you say that you are. That you are the great I am, God. Lord, I just pray right now that you just go ahead and prepare every single person. Lord, that you start showing them now, that you start cleaning their spiritual ears out, that you start cleaning their physical ears out so they can hear what you have to say to each one of us, God. Lord, help us, Lord, to receive your word, God. To receive your word, Lord, even if it means that maybe we need to maybe be spanking a little bit because, Lord, maybe we've not been walking the, the right way. We've not been talking the right way. We've not been thinking the right way, Lord. And we think we've had it all covered, and but, God, we have nothing covered from you. Lord, you see everything. Even when we try to hide it, you see it, God. Father, help us to be real with ourselves tonight. Help us to be real with you, God. Lord, I pray that you anoint 
those that are bringing your word, God. Lord, I pray that you help them to operate the way you want them and need them to operate, God. Jesus, I thank you. I pray that only truth comes out tonight, Father. Biblical truth. Life-changing truth. Jesus, God, I pray that chains are broken tonight, God. I pray, Lord, that addictions are broken tonight, God. I pray that people walk in their freedom that you died upon that cross for us to walk on and to walk in, God. Jesus, I thank you so much for what you've already done. And God, I praise you and I speak forth over this church now that, Lord, this is the start and it will only get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. That, Lord, that the highways, that the highways, God, will be filled with your glory. That this house will be the house that will host your glory, not just the presence, but your glory, God. Jesus, that people will pass this church and have to turn around and come right back because something has brought them to this church, God. And they don't know what it is, but Lord, it's because of you. Jesus, Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. For the battle be 
And even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You know what? He said he'd never, never leave stop. you. He'll never, never forsake you. Working. You are not alone. Hallelujah. You never stop. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I can't see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop.
is my family. Looks weird, don't it? There's two men standing up here, huh? But my God is a way maker. Let me tell you a little story. This is my ex-husband. But as I was standing back here praying, I want you to know, I dragged myself to church today. As you can see, I look kind of vagabondish. I hurt. I'm hurting from head to toe. No, I was hurting from head to toe. I literally about 10 minutes ago looked over at Jay and said, I'm hurting so bad. What you don't know is this man the other night looked at me and he prayed over me a prayer that even when I'm tired that God will pull me through. I have MS. You didn't know that. You didn't know that. But he did. But what I want to tell you is that if you have a family member that is battling addiction, if you have a loved one that is battling addiction, if you have an ex-husband, if you have a son, if you have someone in your family that is a battling addiction, my God is a way maker. Three years. Three, three years.
Come on and throw your hands up all over this place. Several years ago, I was in one of those times. Preachers go through those too, you know. We don't just skip from mountaintop to mountaintop. And um, I was sitting on an airplane, and if you ever see me on an airplane, you probably wouldn't recognize me because I wear a hoodie, a hat. Uh, up under the hoodie is noise-canceling headphones. I don't want to talk. I'm not in discussing. I don't want to know what you do for a living, and I really don't want to be on an airplane for three hours you knowing what I do for a living. That's just not my, it's not what I want to do. Now, if that offends you and you say, well, y'all don't want to share the gospel, I share it enough. I probably share it more than anybody in this building, I can tell you. But on that airplane, I just want to chill. But I was having a hard time. I was contemplating quitting ministry. In fact, your pastor is only one of two people in this world other than my wife that knows this because he's my guy. Excuse the way that sounds, sort of weird, didn't it? But I called Paul Dyer and Rodney Vickers. And I said, Dyer, I think I'm done. I think I've done all I can do. I'm, I'm going to throw, you know, I'm just done. I love God. I stood on, I sat, sat on that airplane and I'm just sitting there and God said, you know, for with God, nothing is impossible. That just dropped in my spirit, you know, and I wish I could tell you I knew exactly where that was. I do now. Luke 1.37. And I'm sitting there and that almost offended me. Now, if you've never been in a situation where when God speaks to your need, it offends you, you ain't never been in a situation yet. You'll get in a situation one day. You don't believe me? The Bible says that there was a widow woman, or no, there was a woman in the Bible, and she had been helping the prophet of God, and the prophet of God sent his servant to her and said, what is it you need? What is it you want? And she answered this question. It was a lie. She said, oh, I don't need nothing. I'm living amongst my people. You know, I've got everything that I want. That was a lie because the very next words out of the prophet's mouth is by this time next year, you're going to have a son. And she said, no, my Lord, is what she said. You break that down. It was not no, my Lord. She had some colorful words that you probably would see or hear on TV sometimes. She, she basically rebuked the prophet. And she done that because not because she didn't want a child, but because every prophet in the world had come through her town with their tent ministry and had said, you're going to have a child. She never had a child. So she was, she just got to that point where she didn't want to hear about the promise no more. Well, y'all ain't even helping this Pentecostal preacher. And so when God said that, for with me, nothing is impossible. I was like, duh. Now, I, did God not talk? each other like that. If you don't, get a little closer, you'll be able to talk to him like that. And I said, duh. He said, no, 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 no. Pull it up on your phone, Scott, and read it real close and real slow. I said, okay. So I pulled it up, Luke. I had to look it up, Luke 137. It says, for with God, nothing is impossible. 
Some of y'all going to get it before I, even, before I even tell it to you. It says, for with God, nothing is impossible. See, we put the, the, the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Y'all didn't get that, did you? We always put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. We always put the emphasis on the wrong thing. For with God, nothing is impossible. See, I've always thought that that meant, well, nothing's impossible for God, but that just sort of seems redundant to me. Does it not seem redundant to you? I mean, it's like, duh, I know, you can do anything. You spit the worlds into existence. You are so powerful, God. Listen, the Bible says that the devil is a liar. Satan is a liar, right? That means, and the truth is not in him. Do you know what that means? That means that even if the devil says something that is the truth, the moment it leaves his lips, it becomes a lie. Oh, y'all ain't helping me. I, you got to understand, even, even if you're looking at your checkbook and you got like $3, you broke. Okay? So, so if the devil says you're broke, you ought to start shouting around your house because it's the truth, but the moment it left his mouth, it became a lie. Because the Bible says the truth is not even in him. Now here's the Here's the good thing about God. God's not a man that he can lie. So that means even if what God says looks like a lie, the fact that he spoke it makes it the truth the moment it leaves his lips. I'll prove it to you. The Bible says that the earth was void and dark, right? Somebody say that with me. The earth was void and dark. Somebody say dark. dark. When something's dark, it has no light. One of the best, you know what one of the best um, um, compliments I ever got was? Somebody say, did you go to the seminary? I said, yeah. He said, boy, they didn't mess you up like they do everybody else, did they? You still got your shout. You still got your zip. Some people get so smart that they can't even, they, they so deep in it, they so deep in it, they drown. They float to the top like a dead fish. And yes, I got a master's degree. So watch this. When God said, let there be light, the true basic meaning of that, he wasn't saying, would light please appear? We got God in that real tone, don't we? Oh, well, light. You believed Hollywood way too much. What he said in the very core of it was he says, there is light. But the Bible just said it was dark. But God said there was light. So if you want to really break it down, what God said was a lie. Boy, y'all got quiet right there. It's dark, and God said, there is light. There wasn't light, it was dark. But God cannot lie. So the moment he said there is light, light had to come out from somewhere and go, hey, I've been summoned. So 
So when God says you are free, even when you don't feel free, even when you feel like you're bound up, even when you still got chains, you're free because the Bible says, he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Now I know what Lester Summerall and all them guys used to say. I, I had an opportunity to meet Lester Summerall before he died. I know they say y'all not talk to demons and all that. I get all that. But sometimes I just want to mess with the devil. Come on. Because I know he can't tell the truth. So I like just go ahead and say what you gotta say, devil. Because the moment you say it, it may look that way right now, but you don't understand. Luke 137, you ready for this? Says that for with God, how many of you are with God tonight? Raise your hand. I said if you're really with God, raise your hand. Well then, since you are with God, nothing is impossible. But let me say it this way. For when you are with God, for God to do nothing, now that's impossible. You didn't hear me. I said, you're sitting in here wondering if God's going to deliver you. You're sitting in here wondering if God's going to heal you. You're sitting in here wondering if God can set you free. Well, if you are with God, for God to do nothing, that's completely impossible. Because just like a good daddy, if you see your child hurting, you'll move hell and high water to get to your baby. God's moving some mountains tonight. I don't know who he's moving them for. He moved mine on an American Airlines flight from Greenville, Spartanburg to New Orleans, Louisiana. He moved some He moved mountains while I was on an airplane and couldn't do nothing but pray. He was down on earth just moving, moving. Get out of my son's way. Get out of his way. Devil, you done messed up. You went too long. You tried to cross the line and I'm not gonna let you. You better back up there. I don't know who needs that kind of God tonight. Come on. And I don't ever just take over a service till it's my time. I try to be respectful as I can. But when that lady took off running across me, I felt a jolt of lightning hit me. And I heard God say, you better tell somebody in there I hadn't forgotten them. I, they still on my radar. They, I still got them in my sights. And for me to do nothing for them, though, that would just be completely impossible. Because I'm a God that's got to be doing something for my kids. I'm a God that's always got to be doing something for my kids. I said, I'm a God that's always got to be moving mountains and raising up valleys and making crooked places straight. I'm a God that's always got to be moving because I love my children so much.
And I don't know who you are. But if you need God, we got, we got stuff we can do. Captain E's got stuff he can blow up. He got stuff in here that singed the hair off my head. But if you need God to move some mountains for you, is that okay, Captain? If you need God to move some mountains for you, I'm not, I'm not talking about stuff you could get a shovel with and go out there and move. I'm talking about stuff you need God to show up and move. I want to invite you to meet me in this altar. Yeah, right now, right now. Because I believe God's about to move some mountains like you've never seen before. Go ahead and place it. Wow. So the other night, just play low, and then I'll let you go. So last night, last night, last night, um, a friend of mine called me all the way from Aiken, South Carolina, right outside of Augusta, Georgia. He said, King, he told me a couple of things. He said, this is why God had me call you. He said, God will always be in the evidence, but he's never in the lie. Alcoa Maryville Church of God, let me tell you something straight flat-footed. Forty kids slain in the Holy Ghost last night. Twenty-six baptized in the Holy Ghost on, on Monday night. Altars full on Wednesday night. Let me tell you something, God is in the evidence. My mama used to say it like this, and she, she wasn't... You know, she wasn't as polished as some of these church folks are. She says, Scott, you can argue with a lot of things, but you can't argue with success. She said, you can argue politics. You can even argue how they got successful. But they're just going to look at you and go, so? Because once God starts doing a thing and God starts pouring out his spirit and God starts blessing a thing, and God is blessing this church. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I, I don't know the name of the church this young lady's from right here, but that lady's got something on her. Ajax ain't gonna be able to take off. The Holy Ghost is all over you. I was hoping, I was hoping, and I think she had already heard it. I was hoping she's gonna throw you this mic and let you see. Even when I don't feel him, he's working. And even when I don't see him, he's working. He never stops, he never stops working. He never stops, he never stops working. Come on. Go ahead. Hold on the generation. Take that, devil.
everybody bow your heads and close your eyes just a second, please. Let me tell you something right now. I've never felt this much love in one place. I've traveled the world. I've been in and out of places you wouldn't believe. I've been in and out of the American church. And let me tell you, every church, it's not full of love like this one. We've, we've had love in this house. We've had care and concern from every single age group. But I need to do something right now. Every head bow and every eye closed. If you're standing there right now and you've never said these words, Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. I need you to be my Savior. I, I didn't know why I came tonight, but now I do. Maybe you're standing there and you said those words years and years ago, but you felt the need tonight to say them again. Let me tell you something. God's into new things. He's into renewing life. He's into opening up doors. And He can do that for you tonight if you'll take one step toward Him. So tonight, if you'd like to be one of those people that renew their relationship or for the first time, you want to you wanna give your heart to the Lord. Without hesitation, slip your hand up right now. Don't wait on anything. Don't wait on anybody. There you go. Don't Leave it up. Leave it up because you're not holding it up to me. You're holding it up to God. So, just like you're waving at God. Say, hey, God, it's me. And I want, I want to renew my life, Lord. I'm tired of the old person. I want a new person, God. I want, to be, I want to be baptized tonight in your presence before I ever worry about the water, Lord. I want my life cleansed. I want it changed. And let me tell you something. There's two more people. And if you've got your hand up, I'm going to ask you to do something. And, and I'm not going to embarrass you. I wouldn't dare do that. I love you. But let me tell you, there's a hard road to hoe out there. In other words, it's a hard way to walk for the Lord if you're going to halfway do it. So if you've got your hand up right now, I want you to come to the front quickly. Move from your seat. Don't hesitate. Come down to the front. The devil will steal it from you if you let him. Just move. Doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, because God is no respecter of persons here tonight. When you come to the front, just bow your head before the Lord. Close your eyes. Amen. Amen. Pastor, come on down here. This is big time right here now. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we have 18 saved in this house this week. 18 saved. I've been counting on I don't know about y'all, but that's a gift to a church to have that many saved. Now, this is what Jesus said do. This is how he said it works. I didn't say it. He said it. This is what the Bible says. He said, come to him and confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for you. Believe that on the third day He was resurrected and lives and sits at the right hand of the Father making intercession for you. That gives you a chance tonight to become a king's kid. It gives you a chance tonight to wipe away all the mistakes you made before and make a covenant with God. Now a covenant is a contract. That's what Jesus did at Calvary. His blood is your contract. It, it assures you that nobody can stop this blood from cleansing your life, changing your life, changing your destiny. Old things will pass away. Behold, all things will become new, the Bible says. I don't know about y'all. I'm excited here tonight. I'm excited. When I see the blood of Jesus being applied, when I see the, the, the blood go over that doorway, then I know the devil's done. Do you hear me? The devil's done. So right now, here's what I want you to do if you're standing down here. I want you to repeat after me. Make sure he repeats after me down there. Dear Jesus. Now, if you guys want to join us, you can. Amen. Dear Jesus. 
I'm a sinner. Now, when you think about who you're talking to, you're talking to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You're talking to the one that has scars on his hands, his, his feet, and his side. And they got your name on it because it wasn't his death at Calvary. It was yours. Man, I, ooh, Bishop, man. Dear Jesus, I received that free gift tonight. Old things are now washed away. I'm brand new. Jesus, I believe you died for me. I believe on the third day, you sit at the right hand of the Father. And because you do, I am saved. I am delivered. I am free. Somebody give the Lord a hand in this house. Hallelujah. 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 Praise his holy name. There's no other God but him. His name is Jesus. He's the son of the living God. Somebody worship him in this house. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. If you got saved 50 years ago, you ought to be able to dance about it today. I'm telling you right now, this is a celebration time. The Bible says when one sinner comes home, the angels rejoice. You just started something in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Pastor, come on up. While the pastor's coming, I want to say something to you. I won't have a chance to say later. We're fixing to get ready to start baptizing. Now, I want everybody to look at me. Look at me. Everybody in the house, look at me. You may have come tonight... And you may say, well, I don't even have nothing to get baptized in. I, I don't. We'll give you a t-shirt. We'll give you something. But tonight, if you're sitting there and the Holy Ghost tugs on your heart and you feel like you need to get wet again, I don't want you to hesitate about coming up here and getting wet. Young people, let me tell you something. You guys walk through sludge all the time. You know what I mean? Friends that have filthy language, when you go to school, you got to hear it. You got to hear all their junk that they talk. You got to be around these people that talk about things they got no business talking about. And that sludge just comes into your head. It gets on you sometimes. Devil even makes you think you ought to go along with it sometimes because you hear so much of it. And I got news for you it's a lie. Don't go along with it. Be baptized. Let it wash off of you. Get fresh and new so when you walk up in your schools, the power of God walks up in there with you. Amen? Go ahead, Pat. So some of you were here uh, two years ago when I came, and um, we were supposed to, on a Sunday night, I believe we had one person set to be baptized, just one. And our church had seen... Um, probably 200 plus people get baptized in like 30, 40 days. And what started it changed my theology forever. And what happened was we were getting ready to have a baptism on Sunday at our church. You know, our annual baptism. You know how that is. Um, and I had this little $19 swimming pool from Big Lots sitting on the floor. Had some blue tarts from the Harbor Freight on the floor up under it. And it was one of them that you blow up on the top, and as it fills up, it goes up. You know, it's just one of them, and nothing special. 
And it's a Wednesday night, and I got all tore up in a big way because that never happens in my life, right? And I said, it's Wednesday night. We're having our baptism Sunday, but if there's anybody in here who wants to get baptized tonight, raise your hand. I'm thinking, nobody came prepared. Nobody's ready. Thirteen people raised their hands. So I looked at my administrator and I said, go to Walmart, get some towels, get some things for them to change into. So she went and 300 and something dollars later, we had enough, <laughs> we had enough clothes for 13 people. One of the people that got baptized that night was a little girl. Her name is KK. We know her as KK. Her name's Kaylee. She was 10 years old and she had suffered with asthma her whole life. And I'm talking severe asthma. When our kids would go on apple picking up in, up in Long Creek, up in the um, golden corner of South Carolina, there's a lot of apple picking. So when the kids would go on their annual apple picking, she wasn't able to go because of her allergies and her, and her asthma. She was on an inhaler. She was on breathing treatments every day. Her body had swelled up from all of the, the steroids that she had been taking. And she got in the pool, and I was like, baby, what are you doing in this pool, 10 years old, you know? Inquiring minds want to know. And what she said next changed my life forever. She said, I heard you say that this is where things die and are resurrected in God. I said, yes. She said, I want to kill asthma. Now, in the state of South Carolina, it may be the same way in Tennessee, I don't know, but when you have a child that is under that kind of doctor's care, they have to, they can't just release the child. They have to prove that she is well, then they have to wait six months before they can release her. Well, I can stand to you right now and tell you she has been released from the doctors for the last year. She has no more asthma. When I got, listen, when I got COVID, she gave me her inhaler and said, you can have it, Bishop. I don't need it no more. Somebody give God some praise. So, so this is... I was aggravating the guys in the sound booth uh, right before church, and I said, you know, the Bible says in Deuteronomy that obedience brings a blessing, disobedience brings a curse. I said, here's the problem. If you walked your way by disobedience into a curse, I can't pray you out of it. You have to walk yourself out of a curse by obedience. Obedience tonight is the key. I don't care. I remember one guy got in this pool right here, had on suit pants and a, and a, and a dress shirt and a fancy, one of them fancy golf type belts. You know them fancy ones that you buy in the, in the golf shop, about $99. And he threw his shoes off right there and jumped up here and got in here. By the time that night was over, we baptized how many? 78 people got baptized and only one came prepared to be baptized. Come on and give God praise. My point is saying this. If you try to figure out God, stop. If you try to figure out how a clown and a crazy preacher can have 26 people filled with the Holy Ghost in one night and have... 22, now 23, um, saved, quit trying to figure that out. God's never going to tell you his recipe because if you could figure God out, he would cease to be God. 
So tonight when we start baptizing people, if God, I mean if God even sort of twitched his eye towards me, I wouldn't let clothes get in my way. I wouldn't let pride get in my way. Some of you need to bury pride, by the way. Go ahead. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for that right there. That, that, that's extra. We done took up the offering. Some of you, listen, if you need a healing in your body, I'd get in that pool right there. Because you say, well, I don't believe that's scriptural. You ain't never met Naaman. Thank you. God bless you. Don't drop this. If you're ready to be baptized, come on. You know, last night, you, you didn't even say it, but last night, one lady came in. She'd been stoved up in her leg, couldn't walk for over a week. And last, last night, she walked out of here leaping and jumping and praising the Lord. She was healed, healed by the power of God. That's our God. Come, Michael, come to the side over here. That's our God. Tonight, if you need something, let God do a work in you. Don't, especially on slicks, socks on. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Billy Fincham. Amen. Michael, what what is God doing in you? He's moving my spirit right now. <laughs> Been wanting this for a long time. Amen. <laughs> you about to get it. Amen. Nina, just come over here and just give give me. I, I'm, this is dangerous. Nina, come over here and just share a second. I know I know you're gonna pass a second. What do you want me to share? Listen, I got to love my husband. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else left. My kids are gone. I got six of them. They all grown. They all left. And I can't be any more in love with this man. Thank you, God. Just amazing. This church, this pastor really grows us. And I only got a second. So I welcome y'all back. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Savior. Yes. Well, it's my privilege as your pastor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
It's been a while since I've been baptized and I wanted to renew my life with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, because I get to see this young lady here probably more than most kids because her mama is in the office a lot. I just get to see her sweet heart. I get to see just such a, a beautiful young lady that God's raising up. And, you know, don't let anyone tell you that you can't because God's saying you can. Don't let, don't let even yourself try to give you an image of yourself that's not true because you are, you are a blood-bought child of the King of Kings. You are the King's daughter. Come on. Daddy, isn't that good stuff? I see Daddy back there, Lord. Come on. You confessed that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. It is my pri privilege as your pastor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Monday night um, every night I've seen this whole family just about in the altar but I've never seen a whole family get baptized in the Holy Spirit on the same night come on I'm overwhelmed at what God is doing Jamie and Jeff you, you guys are amazing you guys are awesome. We, we love you so much. And I'm so proud of Ben. I just know that God's got to work for him. He's working. Amen. You want to say anything? No. <laughs> You've accepted the Lord Jesus as your Savior. of faith as your pastor I now baptize you in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost because you pick me up you turn me around you take my feet on solid ground I thank the master I thank the Savior because you heal my heart you change my name for one no oh. <laughs> you know I, I know as a, a mom as children's pastor I know your heart is so overwhelmed and Lonnie I appreciate you buddy 
And I know that sometimes we might butt heads or something, but I, I still love you. I still care about you too. And I'm so excited for this little darling right here, Miss Hannah. And uh, you love Jesus, don't you? It's taught at home, isn't it? It is. It's lived out at home. Mama, say something. Hannah's been debating about this for a while, but she's loved Jesus all her life. But tonight she decided she actually wanted to say the sinner's prayer. And so tonight she said the sinner's prayer for the first time. And she's very nervous, but she's super excited to be baptized because she really loves Jesus. changed her life and she wants asthma to die in Jesus name. Amen. Could you just reach your hands this way? Can we pray and believe right now? How I many know God is able? But I believe that not only God is able, God is willing. All right? We speak to asthma right now in the name of Jesus. You have to flee because nothing is impossible, God. God is at work in Mariah right now. We're believing a complete touch in Jesus' name. Heal her, set her free because you are our God, our great physician. You are, your word declares that by your stripes we were healed in Jesus' name. We receive that word. Thank you, Lord. subject to the sins of the world we have been released we are now bound to the presence and power of God as it is in heaven so shall it be here on earth we baptize her and bury asthma in Jesus name the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost because you picked me up you turned me around you placed my feet on solid ground I think you master I think you savior because you healed my heart I thank God. I thank God. 
So for about a month, I've been struggling a lot. More than I could ever imagine. I've asked God many times, how does he expect me to have a ministry if I have all of these struggles? And he said, you're gonna have more struggles if you keep, keep pushing forward. He said, but I'm gonna be with you every step of the way. Come on. He told me today, he said, you're getting in that water. I wasn't sure, but he said, he said, Jesus was baptized before his ministries. He said, you getting in that water. Told me to go out to the car. There was already something there for me. I got to thank Megan, because tonight I was supposed to, I was supposed to play. And I have to admit that I was a little thrown off because my confidence lately has been not what it should be. And God said that part of you, that prideful part has got to die in order to make it through what, you, what I've got for you. So I thank you, Megan. Father, we break all pride, all intimidation, all fear. We bind that in the name of Jesus. We loose him to serve you in the power and glory and anointing that you put over his life. We bind him to your perfect will and your plan. We know that greater things are ahead of him, life and more abundant in his home and his children. Lord, the worry and the fear that has overwhelmed, we break that in Jesus' name. We say this is a man of God who is called by you, Lord, for your glory, for your purpose. And today, we bury all of that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Because you picked me up, you turned me around, you placed my feet on solid ground. I think the Master, I think the because you heal my heart, you change my name, forever free, I'm not the same. I thank the Master, I thank the Savior, I thank God. I was baptized. The church came for me, dedicating my life to Jesus. Today I baptize him because I want to obey God. I just want to obey God. Amen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. That's what the Word of God says. 
She's here because she wants to obey God. Man, if we had more, more people that would obey God, that would surrender to Him, like this boldness of this young lady who has stepped in here right now and said, I have come to obey God. We'll turn this world upside down. We'll transform lives. We'll transform schools. The power of God. Young people, let me tell you something. I have seen the power of God on you this week. And I'm believing that you are going to change the world. Amen. Amen. You know, I hesitate to say this. Two, two Tuesdays ago, I declared a fast. We've been actually fasting for three Tuesdays, but I declared a transformative fast. I said, Lord, I want to change it all. I don't want, I don't want to be the same anymore. Let me tell you something. And that, during that fast, I've had all kinds of things happen. Things in Honduras, things here, things in the church, things out of the church. All kinds of things have taken place. But it just confirms to me that God is in control. Yes, he is. That He is working things for His glory, for His good. He is, he is helping us to re- realign and recalibrate to His plan and His will. I just want to be obedient to God. I just want to see God move. I want to see these altars filled every Sunday. Amen. Thank you for being obedient to God. Pastor, before you do this, I want to talk to you a second, all right? I don't know you. I'm from outside, okay? I came in, and the other night I reached over to lay hands on you. And let me tell you something. You're going to do a great work for the Lord. You have an anointing, all right? You're going to marry a guy. He's going to be a preacher. And you're going to have, you're going to have a future serving God and loving God and working for Him. You know why? Because you've already made a decision to work for Him. And God has already laid your path for you. You're going to have a wonderful, wonderful time serving God. Enjoy it because He's an awesome God. You're going to have fun. Father, today, because of her obedience, she's coming here to be baptized, to lay down pride, to lay down fear, to lay down doubt, and to live for you with all of her, all of her might, all of her strength, all of her heart. And Lord, it's my privilege to baptize her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
She's already prayed for an hour, so don't give her the mic. Don't you love the heart of the Fincham family? Yale, bum. There are a handful of families in this church that just overwhelm me by their servant's heart. You call them, it don't matter what time of the night, it doesn't matter what it is, they're there. I'm, I'm Lord, I, I feel like they look to me as mentor, but I want you to know that I'm learning a whole lot from you. I love you too. And, and what better couple to lead our young people. Amen. Amen. A couple who love Jesus, a couple who are on fire for God, a couple who are in the trenches praying before service, after service, in between service. They're, they're here. They love you guys. And I know you see that. shoes off twice and I put them back on and then I took them off the third time and I put them back on because I had no plans to do this but then the Lord reminded me of the last time that I got into the water it wasn't here it was in North Georgia and when I went into that water the last time I went in for this church I went in for a revival to break out like we've never had before. And when I came up, he said, it's coming. And since I've came back, there's been little spurts like this that's happened. In the last month, I'm just gonna be honest, spiritually, I have been battling hell. And I haven't been able to figure out what's going on. I haven't been able to figure out why. But I have been going through some major spiritual battles that even my own family's like, what's going on with you? And I just tell them, I don't know. I'm fine because I don't understand it. The only thing I can do is just pray. There's times where God wakes me up and I'm speaking in tongues and I'm just, all I'm doing is just praying and I just cry and I don't know what to do. But tonight, he told me to get back in this water. Because I'm getting back in this water for this church again. Because he gave me a vision that this place is fixing to have lines going out each door, waiting to come in to be set free, for demons to be fled out of people, for healings to be taken place through this church that is fixing to come through this church and he's trying to get us ready and willing. And I'm in this water tonight 
for that purpose that whenever I come back up, I am believing that God is saying it is here, that there's going to be signs, wonders, there's going to be fire upon this church, that we're going to be in this church building every single night, seeing people saved, seeing the healings being taken place, seeing young ones walking in the anointing, not just feel goods, but walking in the authority, the anointing of the holy God, the one that we serve. And I believe that families are going to be coming back. What the enemy's trying to take away and separating families, that families are going to be coming back together and that families are going to be praying together. Families are going to be reading the Bible together. Families are going to be families again. How many agree with that? You agree? Come on. Is that what you want in your home? Is that what you want in your church? Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. In agreeance, I agree with Paige for this revival. Father, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, let it be so. spoke to me that she is birthing in the spirit what she is doing is right now birthing in the spirit and there are doulas standing around her that have come around her bring forth life bring forth life birth a revival in the name in this of family Jesus. father in the name of Jesus I pray you'll birth a revival in this church through this family let it spread to our young people let it spread across our children let it spread across every age let it come through the schools let it come through the communities let glory be revealed just as the prophetic word came just two weeks ago that this church there's anointing that's coming down that will flow through this church it will float out of the doors of this church into the community 
I'm believing for a fire of the Holy Ghost to fall in this place. We need the presence and power of the Holy Ghost once again. We need the baptism of the Holy Ghost once again. Let us not be intimidated. Let us not be afraid. Let us walk in your anointing. In Jesus' name, let the glory of God shine through. In your name, Lord. There's a few in here that grew up the same way I did. Thought this is a show. Was taught that speaking in the tongues is dead. I attended here for about five years and sat about as far as away from any spiritual person I could sit. I don't say that proudly, I say that ashamedly. I don't know how else to say this. It's real. Yes, it is. I can't prove it to you. I can't show you. It's your choice. God gives us this thing called free will. It's a terrible thing, and I'm going to be honest with you. I wish we could just be robots. Yeah. Just... But why would have you died? So whoever's in here that doesn't believe this is real, this is for you. This ain't for me. I've had a lot of battles going on the last few weeks. And the only thing that I keep hearing is just show me, just show them me. And I don't mean me. Because I've told these kids, and most of y'all know, my old life is a prideful life. I'm probably one of the most prideful people you ever met about 10 years ago. I don't do it because I want recognition. I don't do it because I want, hey, this, that, the other. I do it because he set me free. fire, revival, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
I don't know that he's. I'm not sure. That... y'all sitting back in the back you guys are absorbing all this but we're up here watching and the same spirit that moves that all these other churches is here tonight the spirit of god is here if you're like me and your past that stays at your ankles and is nipping at your heels all the time the whole point in this baptism is when you go down in that water your old self dies when you come out of the water you come back as a new creation a new person in christ if you're me if you're like me and that it's constantly on your heels. You need to get in this water. We'll bring you clothes. We'll do whatever. But don't leave here tonight without leaving that stuff behind. This isn't a joke. I'm telling you. So it don't matter if you've been baptized five times, ten times. If you was done last week, today's the day. Amen. That's Pastor Matt Barmas. Pastor Rissandra. Where'd she go? Down here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mountain View Church of God, for being a part of tonight. Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Shaking Woo! Go ahead, like, like a leaf. Come on, somebody. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He said, I just feel like the Lord told me to do it. <laughs> I wish more people would obey that easy. I wish I obeyed that easy. He got good role models. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus. Because he wants to obey you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, we baptize him. give grace to preacher's kids right she's a PK she's gone through so much you heard just a little bit but man I know a whole lot more and I'm excited to see what God's going to do your ministry your ministry has not been nullified by your past or what anybody else has done. God still wants to anoint you. He still wants you to walk in His glory. Amen. We're going to bury generational curses. 
Amen. Amen. Proverbs 26.3. Proverbs 26.3 says, As a sparrow flits around, as a sparrow flies, so a curse cannot light without cause. There's no cause because you've turned your life over to Jesus Christ. We break every curse, every word that's been spoken, every curse that has been spoken over her life, over her family. In the name of Jesus, we renounce that. It is not of you. This is your child. We release her in your presence, God. Let your glory fill her and empower her. In the name of Jesus, we baptize her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. gotta let go I wasn't even expecting to be in this building and the Lord just told me to come and so my family's here and he's done so much already this week and I'm just giving my husband to him tonight amen, amen. I'm giving my husband to him tonight come on, come on. I'm releasing him in Jesus' name. Come on. Father, I thank you, Lord, for a family who loves you, for a mother, for daughters, and I'm believing for a husband, Lord, that's going to walk in the anointing and the power of God. Lord, he is quiet, but Lord, there's a raging lion on the inside. There's a man of God to walk out. I pray that you're going to open his eyes to see what the Spirit of the Lord has for him. You're going to honor the prayers of a mother. You're going to honor the prayers of daughters. We're going to see the glory of God fill his life in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
she's standing in for her sister. I know some story. I don't, I know some of the story. There's an anointed, the, the Barmises have an older daughter anointed of God to sing. She's called of God. She's been running. She's been running. But I'm believing God's calling her back. Matthew Barmas, I'm believing God's calling her back. Mariah? Yeah. I told you guys a story. I forgot what night it was about the children crying because of the needs of their family. Y'all remember that? Prime example of it right here. In family revival, the Holy Ghost comes up through the children and proclaims liberty. Hallelujah. Proclaims liberty for their families. And you tell me revival's not important. The children are watching. I'm agreeing with not just Mariah. I'm agreeing with some parents. God, that you're going to bring a daughter back. That you're going to open her eyes. You're going to. The world wants to be woke, but I'm believing for an awakening of the Holy Spirit in her life that she cannot run from. It will follow her wherever she goes, whether she's in Alaska or Florida or California. Or right here in Tennessee, the presence and power of God will make her so miserable that she's got to come running to you in Jesus' name. We baptize her in the Father, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. declaring the past to no more be resurrected. I'm just a little. Um, Once again, I know I've known this precious angel for a long, long time. I know what she's gone through. And I'm so thankful that she joined Celebrate Recovery. She's been, yeah, she's been working through some things. In in reality, what it is, is God's been working some things through her. And I'm so proud. Look, none of us are where we need to be completely. None of us are perfect. All of us make mistakes. That's why we declare, if you look at the back of Mariah's shirt, we declare around here that everybody needs Jesus. Not just them, not just they, not out there, but we understand that 
to live this life under the presence and power of God, we have to, we have to depend on Him. We all need Jesus. And I'm with you, sister. I do not want my past to come back. And I'm going to declare with you, let past be gone in Jesus' name. Let today forward be new life, resurrected life in you. Amen. In your children, in your husband, in the generations to come. Come on. We're going to see Max and Mason and Lorelai. They're, they're not going to be that. They're not going to have to go through what you went through. They're not going to have to go through that. God's going to renew you and Joey. God's going to bless you. God's going to touch you. You keep working. You keep depending. We're going to see it happen. Lord, I agree with my sister. We don't want the past to come back. We bury that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. tonight broken I felt like I had to, I got some news today that really hurt and I felt like I was having to make a choice between God and my family and it hurts because there's a spirit of fear over my kids and over my family and I want it broken. I can't give up on a God that gave me a child I was never supposed to have. A God that healed me from the cancer that I had when I was pregnant with that child. I can't turn my back on him and do what they want me to do. So I want to break the spirit of fear so I can have my family back. Perfect love. Perfect love. Cast out all fear. Perfect love. Cast out all fear. The Bible says this, says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, with all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. We heard that last night, right? Love, perfect love, cast out all fear. Matthew 6, says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. 
You're, making, you're not making a choice. You're, you're just saying, Lord, you are the choice. There is no choice. And as you love him, fear is going to be broken. Anxiety is going to be broken. Depression is going to be gone. In Jesus' name. When you were talking, I just, in the spirit, I saw, I don't know if you remember, in the Jordan River, when she was, when the, they were crossing the Jordan, the Lord spoke to them to put 12 stones in the middle of the Jordan River. That's what you're doing right now. It, all of their generations could see those stones. They were setting up a memorial. That's what you're doing right now. You're saying, we're, I'm serving God and no more. And all of your family and all of your family from now on are going to see that. Stay firm in the Lord and know, just remember those 12 stones. Father, I'm so thankful for Miss Sally. I'm thankful, God, that she is choosing you, God. And, Lord, that you will reveal truth to those children, God. You will open their eyes to see. You will be glorified in the midst of her pain. You will be lifted up. All, all anxiety, all fear, all doubt, all depression, in Jesus' name, be broken off of her life in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. so amazing. I, I had no plans to come up here today. <laughs> uh, been hearing from the Spirit all night. and You know, I, I've been waiting to be re-baptized again since I've been, I'm an adult, you know. Uh, since I was eight, I was baptized. And I always thought it would be this, this grandiose thing in a river. You know, God was saying, hey, go to the river, get baptized like Jesus. I'm going to tell you all something right now. The river is right here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it was just confirmed. She just said it. And this is, this is the day for me to be, uh, to receive it. I'm the same age as Jesus was when he passed away. God wanted me to do this before I turned 34. And it just so happens to be here. You know, I've, I've got ministry and uh, God's calling me to, to reach this world, Pastor. I mean, I've got books, and God, He's given me so much. And I've been, I've been consecrating myself, and, and that's something I wanted to speak really quickly about. Just how, 
how special each and every one of you is as the temple of God. You know, you, the devil cannot have God's throne in heaven, which is why he contends so much for your heart. Because the throne of God on earth is in your heart. So twice, two big scriptures, Joshua says, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow you'll do great things. And then the Lord himself in Leviticus says, consecrate yourselves and obey my commandments for tomorrow you shall do great things. So I'm asking for just a full indwelling of the Holy Spirit so that I can reach this world and this generation and to no longer have any fear or hesitation or doubt with anything that God's given me. I'm tired of not doing what God's told me to do. <laughs> and if, if, unless you want to, you know, if you want to stay the same, then keep sitting there. But if you want to come and get a new name and, a, and this fresh flowing water right here in the spirit, then this is your call. It's a special call for you. Maybe you've been waiting for a special call like I was. But God said, is this not special enough for you? And that's why I'm up here. Amen. Joshua, let me call you Joshua. Is that what your mama calls you when you're in trouble? Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> you know, this guy, there's nothing wrong with him. His last name's right. <laughs> But you know, would you receive a word from me? Would you receive something from me? Because I've observed, I have no doubt that you're a man of God. I have no doubt that God's hand is on you. I know that you will do great exploits. I don't, I don't doubt that. This is what I've observed. You've been a nomad searching for a father. You've been looking for a mentor, someone to cover you. Yeah. But I want you to know something. God's got that right person. <laughs> yeah. He's got that right person. This is something else. The more you are willing to humble yourself before him, the greater the anointing can be in you. Amen. Be willing to say, I don't know. But I'm trusting God. Amen. Yes, big things, brother, is going to happen in you. I know it. Remain humble. Remain faithful. God's going to send that mentor. And he's going to raise you up. Father, Lord, it is my pleasure to be able to baptize this man of God and I'm believing that pride and all of that will go away I'm believing for an anointing that will fall like the mantle of Elijah on Elisha I'm believing for mentor to be spoken into his life God the glory of God to be revealed the anointing in Jesus name in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost because you kicked me you turn me around, you place my feet on solid ground. I thank you, Master, I thank you, Savior, because you heal my heart, you change my name forever free. I'm not the same. I thank you, Master, I thank you, Savior.
Because you picked me up, you turned me around, you placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master, I thank the Savior, because you healed my heart, you changed my name, forever free. bringing up we're bringing a sister to the Lord Amen. a sister who married an atheist her kids have never been to church how many know that God can open even blinded eyes you know I, I went to the jungle and there was a or he was there to cast curses on us he was there to to break the service. But in the name of Jesus, by the end of that service, he came crawling to the front. He said, I, he said, I don't know what kind of power y'all are peddling in here, but I want what you got. And I said, look, it's not something to peddle. This is the power of God who can transform your life. God can send somebody to open their eyes. God can walk into a room right now and show himself to them. I'm believing for a divine revelation to take place in that home. I'm believing, Lord, for their hearts to be open to hear the voice of the Lord. The brokenness has been overwhelming. The bitterness has been terrible. But, Lord, you're stepping in. And you're changing bitterness to betterness. You're changing hopelessness to hope. You're changing death to life. Let it be so in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, we bring these this sister, this family, this friend, we bring them to you because you are the way maker. Even when we don't see it, we believe it. We know you're working. Even when we don't feel it, we know you're working because you are a way maker for nothing is impossible with you. You are at work in Jesus' name. We baptize her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
for me to be able to get here. Normally, I'd still be working an hour and a half from now, but he redeemed the time. And I just praise the Lord for it. But I told my sister the other day, I said, I just feel like I need to get baptized again. Oh, hallelujah. I've been looking in the Word, and the Word says there in the book of Revelations, oh, my goodness. He said in the book, he told them, the church of Ephesus, he said, you just need to do your first works over again. A-G-A-I-N. I got to looking into that. And what's the first works? We know works don't save us. We know that. But it's repentance. And it's baptism. So I just thank him for this opportunity. And I've been filled with the Holy Ghost with the initial evidence of speaking in tongues. But let me tell you something. When I come up from here, it's going to be a coming out of me like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> because I'm being obedient. Lord, we don't want to be a dead, dried up, shriveled up church. We want to be a church that's alive. God, we want to see the power of God once again flow. If it means that we've got to do our first works over, if we need to repent, God, I repent. I repent of my sins. I repent of the sins of this church. I repent. Lord, I surrender to you. And right now, we are being baptized by the, by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I want to talk for a minute. We, we are, me and my wife are juvenile pastors. We go up to Blunt County Juvenile, and we were supposed to go tonight, but but I, I, I felt in my heart. I, I, th I thought that I was coming because I was wanting to watch see what the boys got because I've seen them receive. But as my sister was started birthing up here earlier, eight months ago, I stood on the side of the river banks over at Bull Run Steam Plant. And I said, God, I'm tired of seeing church as normal. I was a leader in a church, and I had, and, he, and, he, and it's been eight months. It's been hard on my family because he had to pull us out of the place where, where we was comfortable and where we was used to be. But I'm going to see what you're going to see. And he said, we're two or three gathered together in my name. I'm going to be right there in the midst. So on. I'm right here right now, and I'm going to see what you're birthing in the name of Jesus. Come on! Woo! 
church birthing of the presence and power of God. I'm praying for revival to be birthed, for young people to be on fire. I'm praying for even in the juvenile center, Lord, Lord, that sales will be filled with the presence of God, that they're transformed by you, God, that the glory of God renews their lives. Lord, what was broken is now being shot up on something. What was broken is now being raised up into new life. In Jesus' name, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I want to say one thing. And I'm, I'm going to look this way because I don't want nobody to say, well, good Lord, he looks straight at me. But there's two people in this church and you've made every... And, and I, when I say the word excuse, I don't mean that bad. I don't mean that bad. Sometimes there are good excuses. I can't think of one right now, but sometimes there are. But you have said every reason why you can't. And God is still tapping on your shoulder and saying, just obey me and you will see. Woo, that's what he said. I'm going to turn around now. That's what he said. He said, just obey me and you will see. Just obey me and then you will see. You're not going to see it before you obey him. You have to walk around some walls sometimes and you got to shout before you see it happen. Let me tell you something. She said something about those 12 stones. She said something about those 12 stones. You know what the Bible says? Everything in Moses' life was about water. He got put in the Nile. He had water issues at Red Sea. He had water issues at Two Rocks. And now that he's dead, they're about to walk across. But you know, when they walked across the Jordan, they didn't walk across on dry ground. The Bible says as soon as their feet got in the water, that the water was dammed up at the city of Adam. Do you realize that was 30 miles away? Do you, re do you realize that was 30 miles away where the water stopped? The, the Nile River, uh, the, the Nile, the Jordan River only runs at its deepest part about seven to eight miles per hour. Do the math. I said, do the math. They were standing in water for four to five hours before it ever dried up. Sometimes you got, no, thank you, Holy Ghost. You got to do a thing before you can see a thing. And God is saying, if you'll do it, I'll show you. If you'll do it, I'll show you. If you'll do it, I'll show you. All right, stand right there. Because now's the time for the object lesson. I want everybody in this building to watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Woo, boy, I don't know why. You say, well, this is so backwards. Welcome to God's stuff. Because God don't ever do things the right way. He does things. This, this is why he and I work together the way we do. Our spirits are the same. We flow together just like a, like a water flow. Believe me, I'm an oddball, so anyway, this is us. All right? You seen me put the water in there, did you not? Yes. 
All right, I'm gonna show you something. This, sorry. This is what happens. There's no difference in this cup They're two foam cups. There's no difference in God's eyes and that man right there and me. I may be tall. He may be a little shorter. He has no hair. I have too much. <laughs> I'm just throwing at you, brother. There's no difference when God looks at us, but let me show you what happens. This person right here decided they didn't need to be baptized. They decided that it's okay, I'm covered. I look just like that guy beside me. I'm okay. And this is what happens. The devil comes, and look what happens. What happened? He poked holes in all that philosophy and doctrine and everything you thought you knew. Because God will be praised. Now, just water pressure. I'm a messy individual. Watch me close. Remember, there's no difference in these two cups. You saw me pour water in there, did you not? What happens now when the devil comes? This person right here has been baptized. This person right here has given everything they've got to God. They've made the sacrifice. They've done, they didn't sit around and talk, well, bless God, the Word of God says. Sometimes you ain't got time to quote Scripture. Sometimes you've got to reach down the water and yank somebody up before they drown. Sometimes you've got to sit on a park bench at 3 o'clock in the morning until that guy sobers up enough to listen so you can lead him to Jesus. Sometimes you've got to make the sacrifice to love God. Here's what happens when the enemy comes at this guy. <laughs> Why is this guy holding up and the other guy didn't? Because he's surrounded by the presence of the Holy Ghost. He's been baptized with water. He's been baptized in fire. And he's got it together. He's doing what God said instead of sitting around speculating about it. Come on, come on, come on. Y'all trying to figure that one out. I know y'all. I am. And I was standing right there. Here, I'm, I'm not doing my job too good tonight. I only had one job. Paul's done said, you ain't got but one job. Here you go. That's the better part of you. Well, my husband took the first step, and I sat back there, and I had one shoe off the back of my heel. And then my sister over here had texted me today, and I didn't tell my husband this because I didn't want him to pressure me. My sister said, you get down in that water because you're going to receive your healing. And I said, I have been sick at my stomach all day. And I've been so dizzy all day. I said, but I'm going to church tonight because that ain't nothing but the plan of the enemy that wants to try to stop me from going and receiving. So I'm receiving my healing tonight in the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I am believing with all that is within me that there will be no more anxiety 
that I will be, my bones and my muscles will relax in the name of Jesus. He didn't create me to walk in fear. He didn't create me to walk in tension. He created me to walk in his perfect will. And I'm, and I'm going to believe that I'm going, I'm going to come up out of this water and my body is going to be healed. I'm going to receive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. You know what I loved is the fact is that she put her hand on herself. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are waiting on somebody else to do something. The Lord's saying you got, you got to do something for yourself. Amen. Father, I agree with my sister that healing is going to flow through her body right now. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet, I baptize her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Be gone, sickness, in Jesus' name. so much negativity lately and God and I've, I've been praying lately and I've, I've been trying to understand why e even though there a lot of good things are happening in my life I'd still have doubt in my mind that everything's going to be okay and, and I say that <laughs> no more shackles no more chains you know there was a, you, you've heard me say the, the, the prophetic word, and I, I keep leaning on that because I believe it was a word from God. And, and the, the word was, you, re, you ready to hear this, Joshua? Josh, you ready to hear this? The prophetic word given was, the shackles are coming off. But Matt, I, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm sorry. You should be in this pool right now doing this right here. You okay? All right. Sandra, you good? All right. Amen. Father, Lord, that you'll take the shackles off. Lord, that all negativity, Lord, all the enemy's tools to try to bring confusion and doubt and fear will be gone. Lord, I'm praying for a renewed mind, Lord. Lord, let us focus on you because your word tells us to set our face like a flint towards you, God. And when our eyes are on you, there's no negativity that can be found. And I pray that you'll cover him by the presence and power of God, that your blood right now will cover him, Lord. 
Lord, that you'll guard his mind. Protect him, Lord. Take away fear and doubt, God. Renew him. I pray for his family, God, that they're going to see a revival in his family, Lord Jesus. Lord, they've been hindered and held back for so long. But, God, there's a new day coming, a new life boiling forth out of him, a new anointing in Jesus' name. Let it be so in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Brother McKee, thank you for being obedient to God. Because of your obedience, you led someone else to say, I want to be obedient to God. You are here for purpose. Brad is going through a whole lot. As you know, his wife passed away last year. It's, it's difficult, it's challenging. Uh, he struggles with Parkinson. That brings about various effects. And he needs, he needs a touch from God. And I'm believing for a touch of God right now Amen. over him. Amen. Look, the Lord just brought new news to you. And I'm believing for new blessings over all your children in Jesus' name. Father, I am believing with bread. Thank you, God, for Brother Holbrook, for his life, for his confession of faith. Lord, for his desire to, to do what you've called him to do, to be the man of God you've called him to be. I pray you'll break every chain that hinders, every negativity, everything that might hinder his walk with you, God. I pray you'll break off all the effects of Parkinson's, that you'll release him from the sickness. God, we bury Parkinson right now in Jesus' name, a new life a new wholeness in this body Lord a new walk in you Jesus I pray for blessings to overflow on his children and his children's children God I believe in they're going to see the miracle of God flow out of him Lord let your anointing flow in Jesus name in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost been to church a lot and I have since got before but last night I actually felt something I've never felt before and I had no idea what it was I was so confused because I just fell down and I just I felt tingly and I, I couldn't explain it but it was God I know that now and I'm and I've ran and I've came back and I've ran but I'm tired of running I'm tired of running I just want to stay with God Boy, come on, somebody. 
How many ran in this house? How many have been running? God brought you back. Aren't you glad that you stopped running? Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Father, on the confession of his faith, God, we declare your glory to be revealed in his life. We declare old things to be gone. We are stopping the running. We're surrendering to you, Jesus. We're waving the white flag because we know that though in this world the white flag means surrender, but in you it means victory. And we have the victory in Jesus' name. Hell has lost another one. Heaven's gained a new saint of God, a warrior in the kingdom of God. We baptize him in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I'd like to uh, stand in for my father. Uh, those of you who know of my family, he had a stroke a couple of years ago, and because of that, it's left brain damage. This time, I just feel like I need to stand in for my dad and call about healing upon him in the name of Jesus. His name's Rob, or Robbie, or Robert. You know what? This young man right here, the tides of the world are against him, but he preached his first message, what, two weeks ago? Man, Lord, let young people rise up with the full of the gospel of Jesus Christ, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Let the anointing rest on them. I'm believing with you that your dad will be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. I agree, Lord, with a, a son. I agree with a man of God. I agree that your work will be done in Rob's life. That, that full healing, full healing, God, not partial, full healing will take place in his life. Right now, where he's sitting, he's probably not even sitting. He's probably standing up in front of the TV watching. And I pray, Rob, right now you hear this, God's going to touch you. At this hour, at this moment, in Jesus' name, we believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. selfish I've been I don't know I've been biding my time for nothing I don't know I've just I've beat myself up for sitting still and I'm tired of it 
man, if more young people would grab a hold of that message. I've been lazy. I've been sitting down doing nothing and beating myself up over it. It's time to do something. Amen. Man, I'm excited for you, brother. Look, I believe God put you with a group of people that they ain't going to let you sit down. Hmm? You're about to be drugged all over the place. Thank you for your servant's heart. Thank you for your, your faithfulness and obedience to come here tonight. To be, man, that, that takes a lot of guts to come up here and say, you know what, I've been lazy. Man, if, if we all want to raise our hands, we could all say we've been lazy sometimes. Come on. Thank you, son. What's your name? Jeremiah. Je oh. Look, there's a fire shut up in your bones. And you're about to get weary of holding it back. God's about to do something new. Amen. Jeremiah was a weeping prophet. Felt like he didn't do anything. Sometimes you feel like we don't do anything. But God's about to do something in you. Amen. Amen. Lord, God, I pray that you'll forgive all our laziness, that you'll forgive all our mediocrity, God. And Lord, today we declare we want to be servants of the great high king. And Lord, we want to be priests in our homes, God. We want to live for you, Jesus. We want to serve you with all of our capacity, Lord, with our heart, mind, and soul. Father, we baptize him in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Some people can't even wait to be baptized. They just want to jump right in. Come on, you okay, sweetheart? Fine, good. You're looking good. That's all that matters. All I can say is she stood right in. Safe. What's God doing? I've been told all night that I should, told, I've been feeling like all night I should be coming up here. I just had a feeling all night. And now you're obedient. Father, I just thank you for the obedience of Mackenzie, who says, Lord, I want to obey you in all things, even when it doesn't look good, even when... Even when everybody else thinks it's crazy, God, I want to be obedient to you, Lord. I want to honor you and glorify you, God. Even when I don't understand it, I'm willing to say yes and amen. In Jesus' name, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
to not come up here. I've been going through a season change. And it's been painful. And I've not understood why. And I've walked in fear. And I've walked in fear of what others would think of me. I was in ministry for 14 to 15 years and am no longer in it. And I've wanted to walk away from church. I've wanted to be done. And I sat back there and I came up with every excuse not to come up here. For one, I'm not prepared. I have no towel, no clothes. I'm a foster mom. I have, there's nine of us here tonight. I got kids to take care of. (laughs) But Tim and Jennifer, every night, have said, church tonight, church tonight. And so she goes, church tonight. And I go, what church? (laughs) I knew. (laughs) I have to be obedient. I don't know where God's taken me. I don't know what he plans on doing with me and my family. But I just want to be willing and hear his voice. That's all. Lord, God, you the one that directs our path. Lord, your word says that our footsteps are ordered by you. It's not just the journey, but even the footsteps. And I pray, God, that as she begins to open her heart and ears to you, God, Lord, that you begin to direct her path. It'll be clear. It'll be open. That ministry has not stopped ministry is within you God's about to rise up ministry once again Father we we bury the old doubt and fear and right now we we raise up with new life, new hope new ministry new paths, new plans new footsteps ordered Father in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost not to come but I gotta give it all to him amen amen what's your name Drew oh lord you know um, I was 
abused, molested as a child by a step-grandfather. Man, I've been abandoned. I've had all that stuff, man. It's ugly. It is. But let me, let me encourage you that God's going to use you to touch other kids to raise them up. The hopelessness is turned to hope because you have now turned your life to Jesus. And because of that, you're not alone. Sometimes we get, the enemy wants to tell us we're alone, to be ashamed, to just throw in the towel. You know, why can God use us? Because we're just trash. We, we've, we've, been, we've been abused and thrown around like an old dirty rag. There, there's a, there's, the word came to him in the potter's house with some marred clay. You might think you're marred but you're in the hands of the master. You might feel like everybody else is saying, no, you're just marred clay, but you're in the hands of the master. Let God do his work in you. For he who has begun a good work in you will be with you until the day of completion. God is not finished with you, man. I'm excited, buddy. Glad you're here. Glad you're making that step, man. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, that though the enemy has tried to destroy us, but Lord, what you have, what the enemy has meant for harm, you're going to turn around for good because what the enemy has tried to destroy, you're raising a new life in us, and we're going to be able to raise up others because of the life that you've put into us. Father, we glorify you, we praise you, and we baptize my brother in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. He's allergic to this thing. Watch it. Let the preacher out, boy. Let's let the old self die and let us love the new self God makes in us. Amen. I love all my kids. I'm super thankful for all of them. I'm thankful for the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit that this young man displays. It breaks him to see other young people do things wrong. It breaks his heart to see other young people living a life that's not glorifying to God. It hurts him. But this year he chose to go in back into public school. And I believe that God is sending him as a missionary into the school. I believe God's sending him to touch lives, to transform people. And I just ask you pray protection over him. Amen. You can do it in Spanish. Father, I thank you, God, for the work that you've done 
in Jaden's life. And Lord, I pray that the old man, el hombre viejo, va a morir. Y había una nueva vida en ti. En, en el nombre de Jesús, ahora lo baptizó. En el nombre del Padre, el Hijo y el Espíritu Santo. Show a new life, Lord. We're in this water from a papaw, she said. We're believing for papaw. Lord, I agree for papaw. And I thank you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I pray that. This young lady, just like her sister, just like her brother, just like her parents, will be a fire for you, God, wherever she goes. Let the anointing of the Lord shine through her. Let the servant of God that she is raise up, Lord. Use her in a powerful way. We baptize her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Alexis, Alexis, turn the heat down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You probably get that all the time. I apologize. I for, please forgive me. My whole house is Alexis, okay? So I can remember that. Tell me what's God doing in your life. We don't want that for her, do we? We want anxiety and fear to be gone. But you know what? You did the right thing. You, instead of running away from God, you ran to Him tonight. And you have found a haven in Him. You crushed it tonight. Right here, you crushed fear. Amen? So let's, let's bury it once and for all. Amen? Father, thank you, God, for the, the boldness that she is displaying right now. Thank you, God, for the compassion for you and the desire for you because she doesn't want to run anymore. And, Lord, right now I pray that as she is baptized, you will embrace her with the greatest hug that you could ever give, that she'll experience your presence so awesomely, Lord. Father, we baptize her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.
Do you love God? Can I get a witness? You coming? On Monday night, we have Celebrate Recovery. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just think that Celebrate Recovery, that's just for those drug addicts and alcoholics. Um, let me help you understand that your pastor is in a 12-step group. I've taken three blue chips because I recognize that even as a pastor, there's things that I need to work on. I recognize that, man... I need God to do some things in me because I'm not perfect. I put on my pants just like everybody else. We have multiple 12-step groups going. We have many folks in our church. We don't try to proclaim who they are. We don't share their names because it's confidential. If they choose to share that they're in a 12-step, that, that's up to them. But I will say this. There's some, man, some changes being made in some lives in this church that is amazing. Amazing. And I just encourage you that if you want to come out on Monday nights, we have a meal at 6 o'clock. We have a large group service at 7, and then we have small groups at 8. And then from that, if you would like to be a part of a 12-step group, we would love you to join that. We, we, really want, we, will, we really want to grow, and we want to let God take care of all of our junk. Amen? So, it's... Amen. And, and just to let you know, it's, it, we have children's place for children. We have a teen area for teens, so it's not just adults. You, you, Drew, you said something. You said, hey, I, I want God to help me from the effects of abuse in my life. We're here for you. Doesn't mean you change churches. No, we don't. We, we incur every Monday night, we tell about all the churches that do CR. And we encourage people to be in a local church. So we're not here proselyting. We want, to, we want you to be on the same team. We want you to know we love you and all you guys. So anyway, God bless you. Thank you. Good night. Go home. <laughs> love you guys.